Today I'm gonna to tell you three keys to cold calling and how you can use excuses to your advantage. Now this is the Merchant Sales Insight. My name is James Shepard and I'm bringing this particular insight to you from a question or a comment that I got on my YouTube channel. Somebody asked me to put out more content about what do you say when you first walk into or call a business? You're trying to sell them something, payment processing, point of sale, whatever it might be. What do you say when you first walk in? The first thing that we have to do is we have to make an excuse. Say, what do you mean, James? I don't want to make excuses. No, not excuses in a bad way, excuses in a good way, all right? So why do we need to make an excuse? Well, it's because of one negative word, and that word is interruption. How many of you enjoy being interrupted? How many of you enjoy when you're doing something, you're, you're really feeling productive, you're making progress, and you get interrupted? That's a bad thing, usually, right? Well, guess what? You're in sales. Guess what your job is if you're out prospecting and cold calling? Your job is to interrupt people. It may seem like that's a bad thing, but of course, you're interrupting them for a good reason. Hopefully, you're out there selling something you believe in that's going to add value to that business owner, but still, the way they perceive it is as an interruption. And I think one of the biggest missed opportunities for salespeople when they're cold calling and prospecting is they don't know how to make a good excuse. Instead, they just come in, they interrupt the business owner, and they don't give them any justification for it at all. They don't tell them anything. They don't make any kind of excuse. They just come in and they start talking to the business owner and interrupting them from what they were doing. So a good excuse is the key uh, to making this cold call effective initially. So people ask me, James, what do you say when you first walk into a business or do a cold call? Um, what, what I do is I make an excuse. That's the first thing I do. Let me give you a couple of examples. Hey, uh, my name is James Shepard. I actually was just down the street uh, talking to Susan over at XYZ Company. You know Susan? Are you familiar with that company? Okay, well, you know what? I was driving by and I'm thinking to myself, I have never even been in this business. I've never met anybody there. And here I do business with a bunch of people in the area. And I just want to stop by and say hello, introduce myself. So uh, how long have you guys been here at this location? Now, what did I just do? I made an excuse, right? The reason I came in is I was already in the area. I was talking to another client. I stopped by and I'm making that excuse, right? Um, there's so many other excuses that we can use, okay? Um, my favorite excuses generally tend to have something to do with other business owners in the area, like the example I just gave, but there are many, many other excuses that you can come up with. Now, let me uh, apply this to something else besides just prospecting. It's also a key when you're doing follow-up, right? People all the time struggle with this and say, well, they told me that they weren't interested, um, or if they were going to be interested, they would call me back, or they said to follow up with me in a month. What do I do, right? Do I wait a month? No, they're going to forget all about you, right? So what are you going to do? Well, you're going to interrupt them, right? But you better have a good reason for it. So you have to have an excuse. Hey, Tom, it's James Shepard. You might remember me. I talked to you about a week ago. Remember that? I stopped by the store. Awesome. Hey, just really quick thing for you. I wanted to bring you into the loop on something. I told you I was going to follow up with you in around a month, but here's the thing. Something came up. So our company just is doing right now, they're doing this program where that terminal that we were looking at, the point terminal, um, what they're doing right now is they had a program going where they're going to give those away for free when people get signed up before the 15th of the month. So kind of a big push on their part. And I don't want to bother you, but I just want to make you aware of that. So if that terminal is going to cost, I think, $800, if I can give that to you absolutely free of charge, would it be worth me stopping by just to show you that one more time and see if it's a good fit? What am I doing? I'm making an excuse, right? Why am I calling? Because here's my excuse. So making excuses is really a, a key point uh, you know, with that. Now, the second thing you got to do is you got to justify 
what you're talking about. You have to justify the reason. So we talked about it with the excuses, but you got to take it further and you got to really justify yourself. Okay. Why are you interrupting them today? Why don't you interrupt them tomorrow? Why don't you interrupt them next week? Why don't you interrupt them next year? Why now? What's the justification? You need to have a good reason for that, right? So what do you do? You create a reason, right? Hey, I want to stop by because I was talking to so-and-so down the street and I want to stop by and, you know, talk about your business. How long have you been here? We have a little small talk and I say, hey, so, so here's the thing, okay? The real reason, you know, what I really want to talk to you about, it's a little bit time sensitive and it's, it's the main reason I decided I should stop by today. See, I'm starting with that right off the bat, you know, and then there could be a variety of reasons. Maybe I have a special offer. Um, maybe I'm seeing a, a change in the marketplace. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of business owners are not taking advantage of it. Some of you have signed up to sell the employee retention credit and generate leads for the, the ERC program where we're paying out a $500 upfront bonus on that. Uh, if you want more info on that, you can go to ccsalespro.com ERC. But maybe that's what, you know, maybe you're doing that, right? Well, you walk in and say, you know, most of the businesses I talk to have already um, gotten their employee, employment retention credit averaging $100,000. The reason I stopped by today is I want to make sure you got your money, right? We're justifying it, okay? So it's excuses at the beginning, then justification. We're justifying why we're there. There's got to be a good reason. You better have a reason that you're there. If you just stop by to sell them something, you're going to fail. And so many salespeople that I talk to, so many salespeople I go out in the field with, I hear them on the phone, really the only thing they're trying to do is they're trying to sell something. It's super obvious, right? That's stupid, okay? If you're trying to sell something, you're probably not gonna be successful. If you're there to sell them, if you're there to, you know, well, I, I know what I'm gonna sell these people, you're probably not going to, okay? The way you sell stuff is by, instead of trying to sell it, you do that by making an excuse initially as to why you're there, then justifying it, and then you're trying to help them with something, okay? But let's get back to prospecting, okay? So we talked about excuses, justification, one more thing I want to talk to you about, the third key here, and that is negotiating for time. Negotiating for time. This is the other crucial prospecting skill that I see a lot of newer salespeople seem to lack when they're selling B2B, okay? Negotiating for time is about you getting enough time to say the next thing you're going to say. Generally speaking, these negotiations for time are going to be over like, you know, initially very short periods of time. It's one of the reasons why at the beginning of my pitch, I usually say, yeah, let me just ask you one quick question. What is that? That's a negotiation, right? I'm negotiating with them, asking them for about 10 seconds, right? And by them continuing to listen to me, they're agreeing to my terms, <laughs> right? Okay, great. I'll give you that 10 seconds. Now, they're not going to say that, but that's, a, that's kind of a micro negotiation, right? Now, with each negotiation that comes after that, that time period gets longer. So it starts with, let me just ask you one quick question. Then they say, okay, and you have a conversation about that for a second. You might, you know, you might start to lose them. You know, you can tell they're not, they say, oh, we're not interested in that. And, and you're like, oh no, I'm going to lose them. What do you do? You negotiate for time. You say one more thing real quick. Hey, one last thing. And then I'll let you go. That's a negotiation. I'm saying, I'm going to say one more thing and then I'm going to leave you alone, right? That's a negotiation for time right? One last, one, one thing real quick and then I'll let you go. Lines like that are so crucial. They never talk about it in sales training. It always drives me crazy. It's like a lot, most sales trainers, I, don't, I think don't sell anymore and they don't understand the concept of it. Um, you know, when you're actually selling people, you have a negotiation for time. And if you lose the negotiation, they hang up or you have to leave, right? And so negotiate for time. Now, as it gets further on, you're going to negotiate for more time and it's going to become more of a formal negotiation, right? So when you get a little further in, 
maybe you're ready to do a demo of a, of a point of sale system, right? Hypothetically, let's say you're let's say you're going to sell them a clover. Well, you could say, um, you know, hey, I, it's really been great meeting you today. The next step, at least as far as I'm concerned, is I'd like to do a little demo. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes just to show you that Clover Mini that we've been talking about. I showed you the pictures of that. I'd love to have you actually see how it works and just show you a couple of things. Take about 10 minutes. So the question is, do you have that 10 minutes right now for me to run through that or should we set up a time that works for you tomorrow? What works best for you, right? What am I doing? I'm negotiating for time. And so a big part of sales is negotiating for time. Who gave you permission to talk to them? Who gave you permission to continue talking to them? Who gave you permission to continue rebuttaling these objections, right? You need to negotiate for time and actually get their consent. That's so crucial. So many salespeople don't do that. And what they do is they just keep talking until the person eventually kicks them out or hangs the phone up. Okay, don't do that. Negotiate for time. Again, you hear how I did it, very assumptive. None of the things I said was, you know, would you please allow me 10 more minutes to talk to you? That's stupid. That's not a good sales line. We got to negotiate for time. We got to be smart about it. We got to be assumptive, right? Hey, one more thing real quick and then I'll let you go. And then you say your one thing. You don't wait for them to respond, right? When I ask them, hey, I need to do a, a demo. It can take 10 or 15 minutes. Do you have time now or do you have time tomorrow? I don't say, are you interested in a demo? No, that's a that's a bad negotiating tactic. I want to be assumptive. Does it, does it work now or should I come back later this afternoon? Today or tomorrow, right? Alternate advance, yes or yes, okay? So three tips for cold calling and prospecting. You got to uh, make excuses at the beginning because you're interrupting them. Have a good excuse for why you're doing that because they're not going to like it initially. Hello, it's sales. Very few times do people say, are you a salesperson? Oh my goodness, I've been waiting for another salesperson to walk by today. I've been waiting for another salesperson to call me. What? How can I help you? <laughs> you know, no, that doesn't happen. You're interrupting them. It's a negative thing. Like there's nothing you can do about that, but you can make an excuse, right? Then justify, why are you really there? Like justify, why should they be paying attention to you right now? What's in it for them? Justify it. And then number three is throughout that process, you negotiate for time. So negotiate for that first 10 seconds by saying, hey, one real quick question for you. Then negotiate to keep them on the hook by saying, well, one more thing and then I'll let you go. And then negotiate for longer times by asking them alternate advances, this time work or that time uh, for a demo. So this Merchant Sales Insight was brought to you by ccsalespro.com. ccsalespro.com, we've got training for individual agents, we've got publishing, we've got all kinds of free content over there to help you out. So if you're in the merchant services industry, check it out, ccsalespro.com. My name is James Shepard. You have a great day.